0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to The Huddle with Monica D. Livingston. A safe space to dialogue, create, celebrate, and gain the tools to execute and dominate on the field or in life. This is the place where we discuss the fumbles and the touchdowns, the struggles and the successes. This is where we come to get better. So huddle up.
1: Welcome to another episode of The Huddle with me, Monica D. Livingston. Thank you guys for tuning in for another week. Special guest today, our iSlide team captain needs no introduction. Michael Orr, you guys know him, Super Bowl champion, author, subject of the Hollywood blockbuster movie starring Sandra Bullock. We've all seen it. You know what movie I'm talking about, The Blind Side. But here's the thing, what does Michael really think about that movie? It was about his life, right? Or was it? Was it an authentic representation of his life? How much of it was Hollywood and how much of it was his true story? I got to be honest with you. This guy is literally one of the best people I've ever met in my entire life. Like the true definition of human kindness. Uh, We discussed the pressure to be perfect in order to not be a burden as when he was growing up, moving house to house and how important that was for him to just make it easy for other people. How did he survive it? Where does forgiveness fit in? He drops gems for people struggling to reconcile the wrongs done to them and how to move forward. Learn what Michael calls the pillow test. We all should be taking this every single night. The main reason I had him on the show was to discuss his new app, Good Deeds. This app helps connect people, people that have stuff or resources with people that have a need or deficit. Need a stroller? Find someone who wants a stroller to get out of their house. It's all free. This is the kind of guy Michael is, always helping and giving. We had some fun. We also had a special mystery guest that if you want to enter our special giveaway this week in the huddle, you can get your own pair of eyeslides, design them yourselves. But you have to know who the mystery guest was that showed up while I was interviewing Michael. So when we come back, Michael Orr is the eye slide team captain entering the huddle. Be right back. The Huddle with Monica D. Livingston team captain segment is sponsored by iSlide USA, the place to get your favorite team slides, NBA, WNBA, NHL, MLB, and more. You can also rep your college colors as you slide around campus in a pair of stylish and comfortable iSlides. And if you're feeling creative, design your own pair of slides. That's my favorite part. I get to put whatever I want on a pair of slides. Visit islideusa.com and get started. Use code MONICA. That's right, you heard me. Use code MONICA at checkout and receive 15% off of your total purchase. And while you're there, take a look at my personal collection. I designed each pair myself. Go do it now. Stand in what you stand for with Islide USA. And welcome back to the I slide team captain segment. I am joined in the huddle today by our Super Bowl champion. We're talking author speaker subject of the Hollywood blockbuster film, the blind side app developer, Michael or Michael, thanks for coming to the huddle. How you living?
0: I'm living great. I appreciate you guys having me. Uh, it's a pleasure for me to be on honor. You guys are asking me to be on. I, I appreciate it. And, uh, can't wait to get started yeah let's get into it well first you you're hailing from Nashville Tennessee right now right yeah Nashville to the west is crazy right now ice everywhere uh yeah Nashville I'm right from I'm from Memphis right down the road so um uh, we used to come to Nashville all the time you know high school playing games and it's the first city I traveled to um outside of Memphis uh okay. you know st- you know the state championships football basketball so we we were always up here. Uh, I was, you know, winning championships and stuff like high school. But, uh, you know, so when you, you know, as a kid, come from where I came from, when you first travel, start staying in hotels and stuff, right? So, you know, you're staying in clean hotels, man, and just enjoying it all the time. Right. So it was, so I, I've been coming up here, you know, probably, man, going on 20 years now. Oh, wow. You uh, know, you know, it's just always been a city I always came back to. Um you know, since then, and, you know, just fell in love with it and made it my own.
1: Yeah, now you call it home. How about that? <laughs> Thanks again for coming. Um, Listen, I want to discuss a lot of things because you've got a lot of things going on <laughs> since playing football. Um, But, you know, and, and particularly this app, that's why I said you were an app developer, and which is, which is crazy. I saw it and what this app is doing, I think is going to change people's lives. But let me let me get this out the way already. The movie, the blind side. Mm-hmm frustrating for me because, hey, you were a football star before the Dagon movie came out, right? right. <laughs> like all American, uh SEC player, like first team, what, twice or three times and second team. But then it's like the movie comes out and everybody starts looking at you as a football player. That had to drive you crazy. Were you a little bit like, man, I've been playing football. What is the biggest misconception The biggest misconception, people think they know you, Michael. They think they know you because you were in their living rooms. I know people that have watched the movie four and five times. It came on the other day. After I booked this, I saw it on (laughs) Lifetime. I mean, it's it's constantly on. Tell me a misconception that I don't know because I watched that movie about
0: you. Well, you know, you said that people are watching it four and five times, right? So- you know, I'm in a point, we'll talk about something else you mentioned earlier, later. I'm in a point in my life where it's inspiring so many people. It's changing lives. And it, it's been doing that it since it's been out. So, you know, I'm not here to say what was right and what was wrong. The thing, what I'm doing nowadays is changing lives. Um, but, you know, the, like I always say, it, the only problem, the only part, you know, you know, you got stories where, you know, hey, you don't, you don't like the movement, things like that. The only problem, I felt like, you know, it took a lot of my hard work away. Mm. And, you know, it came out and it said, you know, it, you have this look where someone taught me how to play football, someone, in in reality, I was doing this, man, from time I was eight, nine years old. And I had to get to a point where, uh, from seven, eight years old up until 17, 18 years old. That's a heck of a a gap yeah. where you, 18 years where you had to, you know, survive. You had to work hard. You had to focus. You had to not get, in, get caught up in the environment you were in. Right. Where all the, everything's tugging at you uh, to, you know, come join this, come do this, come do these wrong things, right? right. So that's a lot of hard work in itself. So yeah. for me to, you know, put my mind on, you know, sports and to, you know, hone in on that, become who I became. And, you know, I, I, you know, I always felt like, you know, it was taking away, my hard work, my dedication was taken away from me on that aspect of it. Um, you know, like I said, seven years old playing at seven, eight years old playing football, drilling that in my head, you know, try right. to say that I learned football 11th, 12th grade that, you know, that pissed me out more than anything.
1: Yeah, no, I can imagine. There's a lot of hours of practice. And <laughs> yeah. like you said, your mental fortitude. A,
0: yeah. It takes a thousand hours to get, you know, good at anything. So. Right.
1: Right. It takes away from other people playing football, too, because for somebody to think, that they can just walk on the field to be real honest with you. Right? All of a sudden, I'm like, man, there's a lot of work that goes into that too. So I, I feel
0: you. All that's of a sudden you show stuff. up, don't yeah. know
1: nothing, taking people's spots and stuff just because you're big.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know? it ain't happening, that's what I tell people. Uh, man, I've seen people bigger and faster, you not you know, amounts of you know anything. So it takes a lot of study, mental focus. I think mental mental more than anything. Um, if you can get that part down in sports, you know, you got yourself something because that's going to be the hardest thing. You know, you got people running around all over the place already. So, you know, it's the thing. Well, you know, I'd say mental focus once you get to that, to the highest level.
1: Yeah. How are you finding mental focus at seven and eight with all those things pulling at you, you know, and, and really talk to a young man somewhere that is in your same predicament right now, the 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 drive to do anything but greatness is there and is in front of them. What was that inside of you that just said, uh, nah?
0: Yeah. For me, uh, you know, I, I never, I never was the type to try to fit into anything.
1: Mm.
0: So if you were trying to be cool, if you, I had to do this to be, I didn't have that much energy, right? So <laughs> that's a lot of energy. <laughs> that's what I tell people, man, to, the amount of energy you have to do to do the wrong thing, it, it's 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 ten times more energy to doing the right thing. Right. So you got a man. You got a you got this group of this group that you're hanging with. You have to constantly go over here, maybe to do something you don't want to do, cause they're knocking at your door. Hey, what's going on? You re, you re, you know. So for me, I always tell people that la I didn't have that. I didn't have the energy for it, but I didn't have. If I was going to have to do all these things to hang around, you know, the wrong crowd and to be cool, I I, I was, I just wasn't going to do it. I wasn't going to allow anybody else to control my positive energy every day. One thing you can, as you, as a youngster, you can control your attitude. That's right. So don't let, for me, when I woke up, when I started the journey, when I really started the journey at about 12, 13 years old, you know, I would, you know, I planted it in my head. I planted a seed in my head. I was gonna jump up out the bed every day. Mm-hmm. So I think that had gotten when I got in the middle school. I had to catch the bus. I had to be up at six o'clock because so I had to catch the bus through uh, some miles away. And I didn't have anybody to wake me up in the mornings. Wow. So I was gonna put it in my head that you know I was just gonna be positive every single day. I was gonna jump out the bed. I want that's one thing that I can. That I can say that I control, you know, my, you know, starting this journey, was my attitude. Control the
1: controllables.
0: Yeah, that's that's all you can you can control. Yeah, and I wasn't gonna be mad at anybody for mm. putting me in the situation that I was in as well. You know, I think uh, you become angry because you know, especially you know, in the environment that I came up in, because you, you're seeing this stuff, you're seeing the people around you. Nobody is telling you anything positive. No mentors around, nobody's feeding your knowledge, so it's easy to get mad at somebody and keep an attitude. Right, right. I, I just, when you're moving from place to place, when you happen happen to uh, have to sleep in, uh, in the back of sh- in that back of houses and sheds, on front porches and things like that, you start to realize. And this was before I started the journey. You start to realize you must be a burden on people, right? So, mm. I felt that, you know, from then on, I was going, you know, I, w- I was going to do everything right, and that's why I probably can count on one hand the times I've gotten yelled at on a practice field, on a basketball, on anything, because my mind, in my mind, I was going to do anything, everything right, so I wouldn't have to be a burden on anybody. Yeah, but that's pressure, though, Michael. You didn't, did you?
1: you didn't feel the sense of pressure. That's a whole lot of getting it right a lot of times to make sure it feels like you just wanted to kind of tiptoe to make sure what you weren't going to give people an opportunity to say, go leave. Right. Don't, don't belong here. That's an intense amount of pressure that you have to put somewhere like that's got to go somewhere.
0: Yeah. it. You know, that energy right there. Um, you know, you you brought up forgiveness before we got on the air. Yeah, and you know it builds up over time.
1: Yeah, let's talk about that. How do you define forgiveness, and how did you practice it? You had to practice it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm still practicing it, and I'm just getting into getting to a point where right now where I can just really let loose and just be free, and it's be, it's coming. It's uh, you know, becoming one with uh, if you believed uh in, in you know God uh, just letting Him take control. And just you know getting rid of all the baggage. Right. Um, yeah, it 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 is a lot of pressure, it takes a lot of you know forgiveness, uh, you know, because how I grew up, you know, you could be mad at everybody, yeah. Just like you know, how I was portrayed in the movie, you, you think that then that pissed me off, you right. know. So a lot of other things, but that's you know, being mad at somebody, not forgiving. That, you know, that's not hurting anybody but yourself. Yeah. You you have to have that. You have to have that pillow test. If you can go to sleep and not worry about anything, if you're if you're worrying it, if you're worrying when you go to sleep, you have to you know you have to get rid of that baggage. You have I love to love that pillow you know, test. You, yeah, you have to have that pillow test with everything. If you're investing in anything, if you're have any problems, if you're going to sleep, if you're laying on that pillow and you're thinking about it. You know, it's not the right thing. You gotta let it go. Yeah. You know, you know, that's uh you know, that's something I've learned over time. And uh, you know, it, it just comes with time. It comes with uh, you know, it's just like um it's so many things, but you know, if you're going through you you in sports, you have people come talk to you all the time, you know, say it's about money or about right. uh, just anything, right? So uh you can't. It's uh, uh, example is you know they try to come and tell you about money, right? Mm-hmm. Money and doing the right thing. You know we have the means, but you still end up on thirty for thirty broke. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. The thing is, you can't tell anybody. No, we we've never saw this you know amount of money. So right. you can't tell anybody. My thing is, you have to go through some things to learn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know then. You know, I've been I've been at that state where you're going through things and you, you remember like, oh, man, they told us about this, you know, 15 years ago. Right. So and you, Now it's clicking though. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. That's just like if you got kids, you know, you tell your kids all the time, all the time or somebody telling you something. And then, oh, that's what my mom and dad was talking about. Right. So you have to go through some things and learn and, you know, keep it moving.
1: Yeah. And I, it seems like you went through a lot early on. So maybe that has set well now to protect you at this stage in your life, because man, it made it seem like you, you should have got it all out the way. <laughs> I mean, if half the movie was right, I'd be mad as hell. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you that. And, and the fact that your, your smile, your, your brightness just resonates even through the screen. You have just a, a real pleasant disposition, you know, about you. And it, it it's crazy and inspiring. I love the fact that you are able to separate the parts of the movie that you hated and how you were depicted, but didn't realize one of the first things you said to me before we started recording was that it's helping a lot of people. And that seems to be like your thing that you're, you're able to focus on on that part. Why is that so important to you and so much so that you've developed an app called Good Deeds? Talk to us about Good Deeds and
0: and what that does. Here's the thing about Good Deeds. This is why uh, me and uh, Jamarca Sanford, my uh, partner, we created uh, Good Deeds. Uh, you know, when I was, you know, growing up, living in the projects, you had a thrift store probably about, it was probably about six or seven miles, probably 10 miles down the road. Mm. And uh, at probably two o'clock, two or three o'clock in the morning, we'll ride our bikes down there and we'll take this stuff, uh, that were, you know, left out in front of the store. Oh, uh, okay. So for us, if you go inside these stores, uh, they got things at $5, $10, socks, 2 $3, things like that. Well, when you can't put together 50 cents, right. you can't put nickels together. How can I go in there and, you know, get that stuff?
1: Yeah, that might as well be
0: $100. Basically. Yeah. So I thought about just cutting out that middleman right there, mm. Goodwill Chris, Things like that, and connecting to people who you know, it's so many people want to give, and so many people in need. So that was my thing. I thought about me uh, when I created the good deeds out, because like I said, I couldn't afford it. But I take things um, down to the you know men's shelter all the time, and nice things, right? That uh, you, you, you know people think, hey, you know nobody wants it, but in reality, I've. Been around people who you can actually see their feet through their shoes. Mm. So, you know, if you got a decent pair of shoes and you don't want them anymore, I can promise you that's new to somebody else. I can promise you your old socks, underwear, right? <laughs> everything I promise you is new. Is needed. It's new and needed for uh, someone else. So that's why the uh, good de- the app was created.
1: I-, I love that you're taking out the. The middleman, because I'll tell you the struggle. You know, I go through stuff, outgrow it. Um, you know, I need to get back in the gym, so buy I, new sizes. Whatever.
0: Hey, I was just actually thinking about that with the pandemic, man. I I've tried in the last couple of weeks. I didn't got back on my vegetables, and everything. Cause I, hey, I I be throwing some stuff on the app myself. But <laughs> I got I got a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> I want to get back in though. I want to get back into that. So. I didn't get back to work. <laughs> I've been holding on to them too long. It ain't going to work out,
1: so I need to get them somewhere. <laughs> hey, but, <laughs> hey, the good news
0: app is just for you. Make sure I you already download, it.
1: download yeah. it. I already yeah. downloaded it. But I love because what you're doing is it feels trustworthy, too, that I know that it'll go to a good place. Because a lot of times what, what I've learned is in, in donating, some of these places will come and pick up your stuff, and they resell it at a high price. It never
0: makes it to where they say it's going to go. I've seen things on the uh, social media where, they're going, you know, these young people are going to uh into these stores, find, finding great things mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, making it cool, you know, because they, you know, taking advantage of what people are giving and people can't afford it. And they, you know, they're well off. They're right. going to, you know, get this stuff and making it cool, you know. And then reselling it. Exactly. Making people like me, you know, in need that, that needs that. Right. Right. So Good Deeds launched when? The official lunch is not out. This is all pre lunch, and it's, okay. We actually had to just uh reprogram it to get the users and then uh reprogrammed it for to uh, open up in Canada. So we had a lot of hits in Canada, so it's available in Canada now. Um, it's probably been on the, on the app store, probably. I, I don't have the official date, probably about four or five weeks now, probably okay. Six I say four to eight weeks.
1: And and how will it work? Like if I go in, I say what I have to, what I want to donate. Does it find yeah. someone in my local area? Do I ship? What, sure. How does it work?
0: For sure. You, you uh, click the radius. Uh, it's up to a hundred mile radius. Okay. And the more this app is, it's strictly for the people. It's strictly for the people. The people are going to make it work and make it happen. Okay. Uh, it's a nonprofit, but you're, you know, you'll put the radius in where you are and- you you type in I want to help or I'm in need. You'll make create a profile, and uh go find a profile for someone who's in need. So you'll just put the radius in, and it'll come up who's in need in your area. But uh like I said, it's up to the people to make it work. The people who's in need and you know willing to give. And we're in the beginning stages right now. But uh, our next step is to partner with churches and things like that to for drop off locations and the pickup locations. Okay, and, uh, you could be able to go to a you know a church nearby nearby and uh pick up your items.
1: That's that's amazing.
0: It, it's just a partner partnering thing, and you know you'll be surprised who's you know so many people you know that want to get right next door to you, but you put that radius up, and you figure, hey, this guy, this person's in need just right next door to me, so you know you be able to take care of that.
1: This is not this can't be overly lucrative. I mean, you're doing this. Because you know that there's a need, and because you care. I mean, you might be able to garnish some dollars for some in-app ad sales or something like that. But certainly, this wasn't like, "Ooh, I'm gonna launch this and get you know NFL money."
0: No, no. I mean, like I said, it's, it's strictly nonprofit. Nothing's right. coming to me. Um, it, it's out. Uh, it's out of our pocket. It's out of my pocket, and uh, it's just strictly for the for the people. Wow. Like I I said, it's it's for none, none for profit. I don't see a dollar coming in my bank account. Um, Like I said, it was originally supposed to is done supposed to be out right now. But Mm -hmm. we had a hurricane. uh, We had a tornado here coming uh, destroyed a lot of uh, East. I think it was East Nashville. And then the pandemic came right after that. So oh, okay. I called them up and said, uh, "Hey, we got to go ahead and get this stuff out right now." So we're still working through the kinks and, uh, you know, getting it to go and getting it, you know, uh, advertised and marketed. But you know, it's you know, great response and yeah, you know, it's been well received. I'm I'm excited
1: for it. Um, that and it's super helpful for people. Speaking of being helpful, helpfulness. What would you tell? Uh, some of these high school or even collegiate athletes with, with COVID, you know, we mentioned it a little bit. It's really stalled seasons, pushed yeah. seasons back, canceled some seasons. And I imagine that there were, you know, a lot of seniors waiting for, I think particularly, I think about football season at the beginning of the school year this year, that that, that maybe they were hoping to impress some scouts with a couple of more games under their belt to get somewhere to change the trajectory of their lives and their families' lives and how hard that must be. You seem to have a ton of, you know, mental fortitude and, and growth mindset. If you could have a one-on-one conversation with one of those athletes, what would be some of the things that you would want to say?
0: You know, this may sound simple, but the thing is just keep going because, the finish line is a lot closer than the starting line. Um, you know, I, I yeah, that senior year, junior, or the senior year, it, it's a huge, it's huge for high school. So mm-hmm. many people come on, you know, late, uh, yeah. around their senior year, but you know, it's so many avenues now where, you know, you can continue to work. You can continue to put your, your efforts out there and, uh, you know, keep showcasing, but, uh, you just gotta keep going. You gotta keep going, keep staying positive. Uh, man, it, it's tough. That's that's a really, really hard question right now. But it, it, you just gotta keep going. Keep putting, keep uh, letting it be known that you're still here. Yeah. Uh, keep putting clips together. Keep tagging coaches. Keep mm-hmm. putting the coaches on, uh, tagging them on your Twitter and social media. Send them your highlights on. You know, on all tag them in, you know tag them on your Twitter. Tag yeah. them on your social media. Put them in there. Let them know that you're a player. Send them your uh, your you know, stay in tip top sh- uh, shape right now because Keep I at know it. What that's an advantage you can have right now. Because I promise you, a lot of people are sitting on their couch right now enjoying COVID. Right. So you Got the best excuse, up. don't they? It's, exactly. <laughs> you hey you, the, in another great thing I did this back when I was in school. I was all on YouTube early. I was mm-hmm. on the internet early, looking at fundamentals from guys in the NFL uh you know doing it doing what I was trying to do and they were doing it right so right. the thing right now is they have workout plans they have nutrition plans on on social media on uh YouTube and all that get you know get your nutrition plan your workout plan your conditioning stay at it all day and as you're working out post your stuff on Twitter social uh Instagram and whatever other platforms uh, you guys have yeah uh, continue to do that and you know, if you're out there, if you're great, if you're working, I can promise you, you will be seen. It's yeah, stay grinding. Today, keep grinding. Today's time, if you ain't seen, I, I can, you know, I'm gonna just point the f- finger at the mirror, you know, because right. it's, it's your fault.
1: Yeah, ain't no excuse now, right? The way social media goes, <laughs> like. it's
0: hard. It's hard. <laughs> if you know, you can look at me, you know, six five, six six, and if I didn't have anybody to, you know, looking at me. If I was to post a video of me dunking or crossing somebody or running around a field catching, that's a hit right there. So Absolutely. You got other people who are yeah, more talented than I was, look better than I did probably physically. Hey, put that out there. Right. If you're, you know, if your season's been lost, I guarantee you you'll be found.
1: I love that. what I what I hear clear in that is don't give up, just step up. You may have to th- th- to grind up and, and stay positive through it. And I think that is so necessary. How were you able to stay positive in the NFL? Like the NFL got a whole lot of demons running in and out and through there. And you know, yeah. Who did you lean on?
0: Um, uh, for me, uh, staying positive, staying motivated. Uh, I worked every day hard. I worked, you know, probably harder than anybody. The thing for me is I didn't want to, I didn't, I always had it in my head. I just didn't want to go back. Um, mm. uh, I, I didn't want to be in a situation that, that I came up in, um, in trying to get as far just, you know, running from that. So that's why I grind. That's why I, you know, you know, battle every day at practice, you know, right. so, um, that was my thing. Um, just not wanting to go back and just, you know, not taking anything for granted and, uh, just being appreciative, you know, of the you know, the situation that I was in. So, you know, that's why I worked extremely hard and, uh, Came the player I was
1: yeah you used your uh, you were scared of, of failure so much you used it as fuel you're exactly. like I'm here now make sure this I tell you where I'm not going <laughs> right
0: exactly. I'm staying son.
1: right here all day every day <laughs>
0: For sure. yeah
1: I, I love it do you think the NFL does enough to help players <laughs> mental health I mean, it's this buzzword now, right? Mental health yeah, and yeah. athletes. Athletes and mental health. Like
0: that's what I'm talking on in my uh new book that I'm writing right now. Mental focusing okay. on my mental own mental health. Because you know, I was in that situation. Uh after, you know, after I was done playing my last year, I you know, got a concussion and things like that. So missed the rest of the year. I was getting ready for the mm-hmm. next year. And, but my head wouldn't, it it just wouldn't heal on time for me. So I'm constantly getting ready, having problems, having problems and, you know, it it just stayed there. So then mental health came into, uh, you know, mental, mental health came into the, uh, the picture and, you know, it was huge for me. Uh, fortunately, you know, I had taken care of myself financially and things like that, where, you know, I can get the proper help, um, and to, uh, you know, not have to depend on a lot of the other resources where it would have been harder, you know, for me. So, you know, it, it's, uh, you know, I, I'm not throwing anybody under the bus, but it, it needs to be a huge emphasis, you know, on mental health because, you know, you're, it's an extremely stressful job in itself. Right. Like I yeah. said, like I said, it, it's a 20... The physical part is that simple. The mental part is the hardest thing, you know, because we have so many other things going on. And football is a, it's an incredible game. I love watching it every Sunday. (laughs) I mean, I can't wait to get glued to the TV. (laughs) You know, man, I enjoy that stuff. Uh, But, you know, the things that come with it, and a lot of time it's from the people who grew up like me. They're, they have to depend on so many other people. Mm-hmm. And it's not, if it was just me or if it was just that person, the, the road would be a lot easier. And I, I see it from, you know, I I'm not going to get too in depth with it, but it's easier for some people. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, when you can just go out there and have fun, have a jolly old time, you know. But, you know, once they're, you know, leave that facility, that practice field, that game field, to a lot of other things that's going on, so and it becomes a burden, um, and unwanted weight, right? So that you, you know, you just need to, like I said, let go of that baggage, you need to release it, and uh, it need to, like I said, it needs to be an emphasis, and um, uh, it'll help a lot of other people trans a lot better afterwards,
1: right? I think it, it would that last part, it would help so many people, right? Because it's still this. Thing That no one wants to talk about. And, and I think that we have to separate um, mental health, the word as having this negative connotation to it, and that that also at some point it meant crazy and instead just be about keeping yourself sane is what being mentally healthy. Is really what it is. When people see mental health, they get scared and go, Oh, and you know, he gonna he ready to be crazy.
0: And no, that's just, not I'm what just, it I'm, is. I'm just, I'm just laughing because you know, <laughs> growing up, <laughs> you know, you you seeking help, man. They you know, a rumor get out on your face. Yeah. Oh, he didn't done went the, oh he going he don't went down there, he's going crazy now. Yep, he yep. Crazy. So, <laughs> exactly. That's that's <laughs> That's why I'm laughing, but especially you
1: know, in our community. Like exactly, you do know, like, ain't crazy as hell. Okay.
0: Exactly. Exactly. But you know, we need it more than in, anybody because you know we you know, we walk around traumatized at things that we see all the time. Right. You know, right. The things that I still see every day, that's you know, I'm trauma basically traumatized. I can still s- smell, you know, smell things or yeah. When you around all that kind of stuff, I mean, it, it wears on a kid. It wears on a young adult. And then you're taking this thing on with you for years. Right. So you've been needing help for years. So we need this in our school and the educational system. We need it all over the place, to be honest with you, not just in the NFL or the NBA or the women's football league or baseball. Right. We need it, we need it early on to stop, to halt that, put a cycle, put an put end to that cycle. Yeah, you know, that's the main problem catching it early. That's just like with anything when they talking about, you know, you go to the doctor, catch it early. Yeah, so you're catching your brain, brain early, and you're healing your brain so you can go ahead and you know be great in the future. You know. Right. So oh, I love yeah. that's that.
1: That's right. That's what they say. Is it is it stage one or stage four? And we wait till people are in stage four mental health crisis before we like, oh, OK, we got to do something and make it a big deal. And what if we would got to it at stage one? That that's a yeah, that's a gem right there. Just drop that bike. out hear you. Yeah, see
0: yeah. I it in the book. With, yeah, no <laughs> question about that. I'm, hey, I'm, yeah, I'm going to write that down.
1: I'm write that now, one man. down, man. <laughs> down, that to, to sickness and catching it early and the different stages. Yeah, put that in there. Give me a little shout out in the back of the book, though. All right. Okay. 100. 100.
0: <laughs> oh, that's, pretty, that's pretty good. That's so pretty do you good.
1: think that um, therapy should be uh, mandated in professional sports?
0: Oh. You make y'all
1: go to all them other classes, right? You got to go to the financial classes, the branding classes, all that's
0: that. You know, that happens a lot when you're a rookie, but. uh, I think it needs to be, you know, presented. It needs mm-hmm. to be on the table. If mm-hmm. it's on the table, you'd be surprised how many people, you know, go into and go in, you know, to talk to somebody because you, it's just needed. It's just needed. It's just like, uh, you know, when, when I was playing uh, the pastor on the team, the chaplain, uh, the chaplain, you know, a lot of people, you know, you go to the talk to the chaplain about things like that, but, mm-hmm. you know, he trying to pray and, you know, do the chaplain for, chapel before the games, you know, You that's not his uh, expertise, you know. So, <laughs> you know, you got, you got to bring that in. You got to bring it in. And, uh, man, it, it just, like I said, it'll continue to, you know, take that weight off that you bring it into the facility. So, you know, that's where you want to be free at when you're, you know, doing, when you're at your best, you're working on your craft, you, you know, you don't want to be bothered. So, right. you know, right. you can perform your clear mind when you went over plays, you know, a hundred times, you're not thinking. So, yeah. you know, you go, yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. No, that sounds, that's, that's uh, I think you're spot on. And I hope that it catches on. There's so much stigma to it and it, and it shouldn't be, it doesn't have to be. Um, and hopefully that changes. And I think more, more people like you start talking about it and people see that, you know, it doesn't mean this, it means, you know, it's like, taking care of yourself. Like like you said, like, why wouldn't you practice more? So why not do things where we talk about growth mindset all the time? That's a buzzword, you know? So mental health should be that same thing. And, I, and I, I hope that it changes, especially for young people, that they can see that it's okay to not be okay. And it's okay to talk to someone when they're not okay, because then what that will hopefully do is you'll have more times that you're okay than not, you know? No question. Um, so do you talk to anybody from back in the day, the hood, you know, like uh, where you grew up?
0: Oh, for sure. For sure. Okay. Still got, uh, Yeah. You still got, uh, you know, family, friends. Uh, you got to, you know, stay true to who you are at the end of the day. So, yeah, for sure. But uh, my thing is uh, it's a, you're trying to elevate people. You're trying to, you know, feed them knowledge, uh, continue to teach them about, you know, the business world, you know, how you can you know, create something. And, you know, it's so many uh, misinformation out there about how hard it is to succeed, you know? Right. Um, My, my favorite thing uh, I've been talking about, you know, you a lot of people get called dumb. You know, I was mm. you know, called dumb, but the meaning of dumb is, you know, lack of speaking, mute, uh, can't talk and stuff like that. That doesn't have anything to do with dumb. Right. Years, the, the information hadn't been put in front of me. Right. So how would I know anything about this if it hadn't been presented to me? You know, I was I dealt with the same thing. I'm going. You know, went to a school where a great school. You know, the 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 uh, curriculum is out the roof. This stuff hadn't been presented to me.
1: Hey, yeah.
0: Once I get into it, start seeing it every day. Let's go. I can't wait to go to school now. A's, B's, and all this because I see it every day now. Right, all
1: right, right.
0: Let's go, you know?
1: Yeah. And they Let's had compete. you about not even able to read in that mother. <laughs> exactly,
0: exactly. Exactly.
1: Boy, they act like you had an IEP.
0: <laughs> oh, man. It, it, it was rough. It was rough, man. So,
1: do you, so you had no, I guess, because the, the movie was written on the book. So <laughs> they did not approach you, get your story. You know people just make a movie about you and that's it huh
0: <laughs> that's a, that's another story that's another story that's why I'm trying to that's try that's why I'm trying to forgive and let go. Okay. You know <laughs> I, I don't want to get into that part but uh you know when it's when this stuff happened I was in college. Mm-hmm. So um if anything if I was to write sign my name on anything or do anything
1: oh yeah uh, I would have
0: been ineligible.
1: Right. Your eligibility yeah exactly.
0: so I was I was a sophomore going into my junior year, I think. So I couldn't really be, you know, I couldn't do anything. So other people, you know, I, like I said, I'm trying, you know, I'm moving on you, you, and, um, and creating a way for other people. But I got you. that's, that's my thing with that. Um, and I basically talk the way I'm talking today. So who want to see a guy in a movie talking like I'm talking today what what is that going to sell so you know it's a lot of other things going in uh into uh into that but you know you got to keep it moving and keep I it I guess it depends firing.
1: on your audience cuz what it would sell for me is authenticity <laughs> uh,
0: yeah you right, right now yeah
1: it it would it would sell realness if you yeah. were consulted in the movie. I mean, you know, there's Hollywood and I understand changing things. And I think you said it best in the beginning that the movie, absolutely, you cannot take away from the fact that it is inspiring as hell. Like that's a no brainer. You don't watch it and go, oh man, I don't feel like doing nothing. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like you watch it and feel like working out. You feel like any dream you have is obtainable. Um, And despite all the other Things that they didn't get right, I think it achieves that goal. And the fact that you're able to to see that and still promote that part of it speaks volumes of the type of person that yeah. that you are. You thinking about getting into any acting yourself? I mean, you know.
0: Oh, nah, man, uh, man, I'm not a good actor. And you know, I, I'm too. You know, I, I like to keep it real and, like you said, authentic. You know, I, I can't, I can't put on for you now. If I don't like you, I can't, I can't sit up here. I'm, I'm gonna just sit back and. Look at my phone, what's going on? I can't be acting with you. I can't be playing around. I hear
1: you. I hear you. I appreciate that. All right, let me get ready for this two-minute drill. We're going to take a break real quick and get Lois in. We'll come back. We'll do the two-minute drill. Um, Your fourth and one question, which will be... um, you know, anything that you learned, uh, any failures or regrets you have, and what you learned. So keep tuned in right here for the iSlide team captain, Michael Orr, and we'll be right back. All right, and we are back for the slide segment team captain. Michael Orr is our team captain in the huddle today, and we're getting ready to do our two-minute drill. All right, here we go. You want to know more about the man? He's getting ready to give you some insight right now. I'm going to call out a couple things. You tell me the first thing that pops in the forefront of your brain, the one that you prefer. Here we go. Hip-hop or Uh, R&B? I'm about 50-50 on it. Nope, pick one. (laughs) Okay.
0: I'm getting older. I'm trying to elevate. R.B., <laughs> R.B.
1: <RV, RV. laughs> hey, I,
0: hey, I like juke I like blues though. So you, man, uh, you're not playing the game right, Mike. <laughs> I, I'm going. Go, I'm. i I guess I'm. Gonna, I mean, I guess I'm gonna have to go with. Uh, I do a lot of working out, so I'm gonna go with hip hop. All right, hip hop book club
1: or the club.
0: Gotta go with book
1: club. Okay, Can't sports grab. car or SUV
0: ride my truck every day, but I I like that. I'm gonna go with uh, SUV. All right, take a class or teach a class? Definitely, uh, I like teaching though, so, man. Uh, I'm gonna say teach.
1: All right, beach or cabin? Cabin. Hoodie or a suit? Suit. Movies or a play?
0: Man, used to love movies, but they don't make them like they used to. (laughs) You know, man, that, I don't. I look at the rectors now. the what they' trying to? I'm gonna go with play nowadays. I think that's a little bit more real. Okay. See the people. Bath or shower? Gotta go with this. I mean, growing up, I never took what to take a bath. I gotta shower. That <laughs> chocolate milk or white milk? Yeah, I like them both. But I'm gonna go with the almond milk actually. Okay, so, okay. You know, I'm trying to get away from that dairy.
1: Okay, cook or takeout. Cook. Sausage or bacon.
0: You know, I I eat plant based meat now. Okay. So really? yeah,
1: that's a whole other conversation. Let me finish this two minute <laughs> drill to talk to you about that little nasty stuff. Chess or checkers. Uh,
0: um, where I'm going, I'm have to go with chess. Okay. Flying
1: or driving. Driving. Steak or salad. A salad. Baked or fried? Baked. Pie or ice cream?
0: Mm. I'm going to go with pie.
1: Saturday nights or Sunday mornings? I'm
0: going to have to go with Sunday morning. Ain't nothing like that Sunday now getting Ain't in. nothing tube. like Sunday morning. Put, that, put on some, some of that juke joint music and oof, Yeah.
1: So. <laughs> Skydiving or kayaking?
0: Kayaking.
1: Treadmill or bike? Treadmill. Okay, Valentine's Day bonus. Romantic island or five star hotel?
0: I'm going to have to go with the island.
1: All right. Time or money?
0: I have to go with the time.
1: All right. I'd like that. I'd like that. Thank you for playing the two-minute drill. Ding, ding, ding. I like
0: that. I like that.
1: <laughs> We've got a special guest getting ready to join us, has a couple of questions for you. It's uh, Lois Cook of the Lois Cook Foundation. Also, I receiver for the uh, world champion DC Divas, and Lois is going to come in the room. Let's get Lois in here. DC Divas in the house. What's, hey. what's going on? How's it going? How's it going? How are you? Doing what's great. Up?
0: Doing great. Good seeing, you. Good. Good
1: seeing you. Yeah, Lois, thank you for joining the huddle as our uh, special guest, uh co-host. You got a couple questions for, for uh Michael, but first off, how did you guys meet?
2: Oh my goodness. Okay, so well, I remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> but um uh it was this it's such an amazing day for me. We it was an autograph signing um in Columbia, Maryland. And there I was, this young woman who played, happened to play football, and I'm in the same space, the same place as the one and only Michael Orr. So um, I remember feeling like it was, I was just like not worthy to be there. And then at the end of the day, like after everything was all said and done, um, we hung out, chatted it up. And, you know, I remember going from feeling like not deserving to being, feeling valued and important. And you showed me such friendship that day. And I, I appreciate you so much. I thought, thank you for that.
0: Um, No, no, I'm a bit, I've always, I remember that. I remember that day and um, I've always been a big fan of sports. Uh, You know, women, I was just thinking the other day, just watching uh, a WNBA. I know more, you know, WNBA players back in the day, than I do now. And I think, uh, it's on TV more now. I I don't know what it is, but I've just always been a fan of, you know, women in general, uh, just, you know, uh, breaking barriers and, you know, just, uh, you know, I've always looked at it as equal everything. So that's how I've always looked at it. So I wanted to talk more about movements and stuff later, but I, I mean, I, I've always looked at, you know, everything, you know, equal. And I feel like, now it's just like you're, you know, going to a level where I, I mean I really don't like just stay, stay at that high. For me, you guys always been up high. You can do anything, um, just like I can. And you know, when a a woman say, Hey, I guarantee you I can do that better than you, I'm thinking to myself, hey, you probably can. I mean <laughs> Hey, i wouldn't put it past you you know so, <laughs> and if i lose i won't be ashamed i'm like hey you're you supposed oh, to do that you know so that's just how i've always been and um and i guess just coming from being an underdog myself and uh having to prove myself all the time and i kind of relate you know a little bit to you guys uh, a little bit more than others and which i don't like but you guys got to put some respect on that now uh, on, on you guys's name. So, uh, man, you know, continue wow. to carry yourself like that. And like I Hey, I'm still a big fan. Still a big fan. So. <laughs>
1: That's awesome. How do we clone him, Lois? How do we clone I know. him? Like seriously. Did, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my goodness. So Lois, do you have a couple questions for our, I uh, I slide team captain of the day in the huddle? Yeah. So, well, first of all,
2: thank you for that. I mean, that just, Really touched me. Um, Obviously, this is my journey in life, and um, to hear that is just breathtaking. So, thank you for that. But I, I would love to know. You know, being that that was one moment that in my life that I will always remember, is there a a a moment or time for you that might seem small to you, Um, or I'm sorry, not small to you, but a moment in time that might seem small to the rest of the world, Mm. but is actually like huge for you.
0: You know. I've had this question asked probably one other time. Uh, It's not uh, sports related. Uh, It goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Um, You know, before I, you know, the school I graduated from, everybody's on national honor society and things like that. So when I first got into the school, uh, you know, of course I was ranked last in my class because, you know, I'm transferring from from a school where, uh, you know, it's just at the bottom. So, and to being labeled, you won't get this junk done. You won't be able to, you know, you're just not going to be on our level. So, you know, me being a competitive person that I am, you know, work hard. So I continue, you know, continue to work, continue to grind, continue to study. And, you know, after a while I started, you know, passing people up in the ranks. And, uh, you know, when they said that I couldn't do it, basically what we were saying earlier, and you know, the past, the people up in those ranks at that caliber, uh, that will always be, you know, something that I'll cherish the most because when you label something where I've been labeled, it's, you know, it's not a good feeling. So uh, to prove people wrong in that aspect, it'll it'll stick with me forever.
2: I love that. I do because I, I kind of, whenever I hear any kind of, I mean, thinking of like negativity, if I hear, people saying something that I can't do this or I can't do that, that moment when you prove them wrong, that's everything. <laughs> yeah. So thank you for that. And, um, and then I do want to ask you another question. Um, so obviously I'm this huge advocate for women in sports, um, particularly football. And one of, you know, part of my purpose in life is to empower and encourage, um, you know, everybody, boys and girls alike to, to fo- find their dreams and follow them, but particularly girls and women in football. So, what would be a piece of advice that you could give a young girl who aspires to play football?
0: Well, I mean, it, it, when I say uh, stuff, it, it's simple. Uh, little, the, the smallest things are the, you know, they resonate the biggest. You know, you like a, you, you can do anything that you want to do. Um, I think Tampa Bay had two full-time coaches on their coaching staff this past Super Bowl. Um, so, you know, you can, Hey, this is my thing. And like I said, we're all equal and I've always looked at it that way. I've had coaches who've never, and people who's running organizations who've never even played a down of football before. (laughs) So, uh, someone like you been playing football. I mean, you know, the game, you know, all this takes a, a little bit more studying and, I, you know, you can be a great coach in the NFL, you know, when you had people who've never even played a down before. <laughs> <laughs> you had people who've never even played a down before. So yeah. you can do whatever you want to do. It's not about, you know, what, you, you know, just not being able to do it. You just got to put it up here because if you look back, I, I'm taking me an example. I didn't see anybody with the blueprint to get up out of the situation that I was mm, in. Mm-hmm, that's I put really it in my mind that I'm about to go get something done. I don't know what I'm doing. So the patience that had to come with what I did is it was immaculate because I didn't see it. It wasn't in front of me. So I had to be patient. I had to stay with it and I never turned back. When, like I said before, the moment I got drafted, it took like it. It, it seemed like it took a 100 years <laughs> because <laughs> that was the patience that I had to have because, you know, I could have turned back any time, you know, but the, the finish line, like I said earlier, was a lot closer than the starting line. So you just got to put it in your mind, even though it's not a blueprint there. You got to lay some type of foundation and start stacking on to it.
2: Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. Mind over matter. Yes. Yes. I love love
1: that. that. Thank you, Lois, for for joining us. Stay. Stay here. Hang out with (laughs) us. We got to finish with Mike. But, you know, you can see we've been just chatting and talking. (laughs) I asked him for 40 minutes. I tricked him into an hour. I (laughs) see that.
0: I'm kind of tapping on my phone like, what? (laughs) trying to get my sunday
1: started and <laughs> there's, a, there's a couple more things and then I, I promise i' will let you go we have some questions from uh some fans they put up on social media so let me get these questions here um across the pond podcast host wants to know can you ask michael uh who was his favorite sports hero as a child
0: um it was it was michael jordan um i can remember like it was yesterday in 93. Uh, everybody crowded around the TV in the uh, finals, the NBA finals against the Suns. And uh, I didn't know anything about sports then, but I'm like sitting in front of the TV like, man, why, why are these guys sitting in front of the TV and hooping and hollering? And, uh, you know, it was about Michael Jordan. So, uh, you know, that was the first, you know, person that, you know, I like I said, I didn't have anybody around me. So mm-hmm. I had to, you know, find someone. And it was Michael Jordan. And, you know, basketball was actually my first love, you know, right. just trying to trying to, uh, you know, beat Jordan and uh, having the same name, but uh, body type different and just couldn't jump as high and stuff like that. <laughs> just a but, little something, something. Just yeah, just, <laughs> man, I was about three, about three things off and I would have got there.
1: Yeah, me too, man. <laughs> me too. Right. It's the same three. <laughs> <Okay>. man,
0: <laughs> three things. <laughs> <laughs> hey, One is good, but, uh, yeah, but uh, Jordan, it had to be Jordan and, you know, he gave me that, uh, that motivation that, you know, j- just try to chase something.
1: All right, cool. And then we have another question from Dominic. I should know how to say Dominic's last name, D-I-M-A-Y-A. My bad, Dominic. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I'll get that straight. Dominic wants to know, uh, ask Michael, please, how it was playing with Cam Newton.
0: Man, Cam will go down, you know, as one of my favorite teammates. Uh, we still talk to this day, Um, uh, man, just a guy who's – he was kind of like me, just misunderstood. And I got a favorite shirt that I wore all the time, and it says misunderstood on, you know, people, if they can't understand you, they don't like what they don't understand. Cam is – he's one of those guys. Uh, Man, the, a guy who takes his time to learn every, each and every teammate on his, on his squad has a relationship. The guy can remember 50 different handshakes, you know, on the game day. So – that just I mean, that takes a lot. Yeah. Uh the guy, uh, I mean, he, he's just incredible person. Um, the energy, if you know, if the lockout wouldn't have had I mean a pandemic wouldn't have happened this year, I see New England going way further than what they did. And um, just I can go on and on and on about them all wow. day, but uh that guy right there, he's uh he's a heck of a Heck of a teammate in a person, even better person.
1: Let me follow that up with something. You said that Kim is misunderstood. Um, did you understand every choice of clothing he put on, or were you even a little lost on that sometimes?
0: <laughs> man, I'm telling you this way, I I I I, I, hey, I love everything he wears. Everything. I just wish I just wish that I could get in it. You know, his his body man, he's he's just built up like a just a mythical creature, man. He's, uh, <laughs> Jeez, he can handle it all.
1: I'm cracking up, because I'm thinking about one in particular outfit, and I'm picturing you in it, and it, it, hit, oh, okay. it hit different, it hits different.
0: Yeah, exactly, <laughs> it's definitely going to hit different. It's definitely going to, I'm telling you. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, but I like his taste, though, it, it, like, it, like I said, it, it takes somebody special to go out there on a limb and does do what he does.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, and your fourth and one question, fourth and one, something that you messed up, regret, um, but more importantly, what did you learn from it?
0: And that's a tough question. That's a tough question right there. Something that I just see, you know, for me, that's how I got to this point where I am right now, not dwelling on anything in the past, uh, mm-hmm. leaving that where it is, um, because it's easy to let it get to you. It, like it'll wear on you at the end of the day. So uh, everything that I've been through, it just taught me to just, Hey, put it over there and just keep going, leave it, leave it. So, you know, if it was some, I don't have, unfortunately, I don't have anything that I regret like that. But like I said, if it's that bad, Hey, leave it alone, get over it. You know, if it's something you need to apologize for, uh, another thing you have to, with forgiveness, when you're forgiven, you have to look and, and remember things that you've done. And a lot of times you wanted forgiveness, Mm -hmm. but you don't want to forgive. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. you know, those are things that you got to take into account as well. So, you know, for me, I just like moving on and keeping that clear mind and uh, keep going.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Was the transition hard for you? Talk to the people that are transitioning either out of a relationship into a new job. I mean, I've always thought that the NFL transition had to be one of the most monumental transitions in life. I only know, I felt like my career was cut short. I had a devastating ankle injury at the top of my career coming off of a couple of MVP seasons and was doing well. And then my ankle got turned around upside down and backwards. They compared it to Joe Theismann's injury. And I think that shortened my career. And I remember thinking, here I am in this, this women's league that wasn't as popular as even it is now. And we know we have even growth to go to get it even more popular. But the transition, because I had identified myself so heavily as a DC Diva, as a football player, as a running back, as a leader on this team, that when that literally snapped in an instant, I know I had to go through this brand change and, and uh, you know, just. This, this, redirection of, of my life. I, and that's on this little scale, only a couple thousand of people, everyone in the world at some point knows your name and has come across your name, whether it's through the movie or not, or whatever. And all of a sudden now you're not doing that anymore. What does right. that transition look and how do you not go crazy?
0: Yeah. Um, I think it would have been a little bit better for me if I was healthy right uh, unfortunately I was unhealthy and like I said I had I had the resources to help me get back healthy but at the end of the day it's still going to be a huge transition for you because this is some you know as a football player at any level I mean that takes a lot of like I said mental toughness physical and it's something you've been doing for a very long time and all of a sudden you're not doing it anymore you know it's just like you know if anybody doctor lawyer teacher any you're doing this for a long you know 15 20 years you get te- you get that taken away from you you don't you're not gonna know which way to turn right you know, especially something who as something that as football has built some, built you into that's all you know is football you can't take football into an office building and run over somebody <laughs> <laughs> So, wow. that's gonna be hard to do right So, right. <laughs> You, uh, it's gonna be extremely hard for everybody. That's you know when it's time for, you know, I think they're doing it now in the NFL. The NFL, I'm not sure if they're doing it now, but it needs to be programs where to lead you, and they offer some things, but I don't, I don't think, uh, it's good enough at the end of the day. I think, um, you know, it needs to be a lot better. It needs to be a lot better at every level because you're lost, and you know when you're going to school mm-hmm. and football is. 24 seven in school, to be honest with you, at the end of the day. Right. Let's just, let's be frank with that. Uh, And you're studying football, you're studying basketball, you're studying your sports, you know, so, yeah, it needs to be more of an emphasis for after, uh, after you're done. And, uh, you know, people will be a little bit better well off if they're, if they have their health.
1: Yeah. Lois, anything else before I wrap us up? Um,
2: What's one word to describe how you felt the morning after you won your first the championship?
0: One word? Man. See that's thing, uh that that's just that's just something you just can't describe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah, in <laughs> just <That's> one word. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. thank you, thank
2: you, thank you,
1: thank you. Yeah, I Michael, this is this has been amazing. I feel like we could do another hour. You are so personable. We're just in here like chatting it up and and laughing. Um, so I, I see the the instant connection that Lois had with you, and I'm I'm just so glad you guys had that opportunity best to be best friends for
0: <laughs> life. The best, the bestie for sure.
1: <laughs> and so what's next for you any coaching
0: no nah, that's man, not your lane? That, that's a lot of time goes into that um I'm thinking uh I'm doing schools right now uh academies okay that's my next thing I'm working on one right now uh and hopefully having more of those across the country so
1: having a Michael or academy
0: academies I'm not gonna okay. get into the detail right now uh, once uh once I get a little bit more into okay. it I'll come back on and talk to you about Absolutely. it.
1: Absolutely. We're going to talk sure. offline about that. And then we got another book coming out.
0: Yes, I'm working on it right now. Uh next spring, uh spring 2022. Okay. Uh, it's a, it's I'll be focusing on mental health and basically a back against the wall type of book where, you know, uh I'll be go, talking about the things some of the things I've been through, a lot of I've interviewed a lot of different people and you know, just how to get back and how to be resilient when, you know, you think you have to give up and turn and uh you can't go anymore. How to dig, your, you know, yourself out of certain situations and find that it inside you because a lot of people, you know, th- don't believe that they have that it to, you know, keep going and to be successful. They think uh the people on TV, select football players, athletes and whatnot have that, but mm-hmm. we all have it, but you just got to, have- No, exactly. Got to dig deep and find it. So uh, I think it'll be a great one. I think it'll be my best work yet. Okay. uh, When it comes out, I'll be back on with that. Heck yeah. (laughs) Heck yeah. And your, your other book, I beat the odds from homelessness
1: to the blind side and beyond. Right. Tell people. I want people to go out and get this book. So tell people why I saw the movie. I don't need to get Michael's book. Why do they need to get it? Even though they saw the movie.
0: No, this is totally different from the blind side. Right, say that again Uh, for the people in the back. Yeah, this is totally (laughs) totally different from the blind side. This is totally different. Uh, This is, you know, the process we've been talking about, uh, the journey that I've been on that I, you know, started, and just giving you, you know, insight on, you know, how I stayed mental tough from uh, breaking the cycle that I was in. You know, when it's less than 50% chance of me graduating high school, and if everything goes right, uh, it's less than 5% chance to go to college. So, you know, st- not, uh, stand away from all the things that were surrounding me, tugging on me to, uh, you know, stay focused and get ahead. And I'm just talking on things like that. And, uh, you know, I'd be, you know, beating the odds, uh, you know, not becoming a statistic of, you know, growing up and dropping out of school, uh, getting involved in the gangs, the drugs, things like that. So. Uh, it's, it's a motivating book and, you know, it's great for young adults, uh young, young kids, uh, to, you know, stay motivated, especially in times right now.
1: Perfect. Perfect. And how can people keep up with you? your social media handles?
0: Uh, just Michael war Michael O-H-E-R-A-M-I-C-H-A-E-L-O-H-E-R, not E-A-L, you know, like most
1: That's how you know, like he the real deal. He don't have to give no whole lot of hashtag and a whole log that he said, just put my name in, y'all. Just put my name in everywhere. He like Madonna in pink. You know what I'm saying? They just just name and that's it. And you'll be able to find me and follow me.
0: My thing is if you wanna go find it, I ain't gonna get into it. I mean, if you wanna go do it, if not, I mean, I'm gonna sleep good on the show. (laughs)
1: that's that pillow check all right well thank you very very much michael or you are more than a football player you're more than an app developer you are a kind human being a healer um, An the educator, all of those things, and also a friend, a friend of the show, a personal friend of Monica D. Livingston <laughs> in the house. And I know I'm going to have to fist fight Lois over the BFF title, right? Hey, I'm, but I'm working Louis, out Lois, I didn't now. put on some weight, girl. I might be able to Where take you,
0: right? <laughs> so,
1: so thank you, thank you, thank you for joining the huddle. Uh, we appreciate you being the iSlide team captain of the day in the huddle.
0: I appreciate you guys. Good seeing you, Louis. And uh, thanks for having me. And I'll be on anytime. Thank you. Appreciate it. See you guys. I
1: told you guys, what an outstanding person. Like seriously, download the app. Good deeds. Now you know who the mystery guest is. Go to Instagram and enter to win a free pair of slides. You design them and we'll make sure that you get them. Uh, get Michael's book it's different than the movie. It's his true journey, his words. It's kind of like a template for beating the odds, especially when they've been stacked against you. And don't forget to take your pillow test. Remember, follow me everywhere. You can get all my stuff at www.monicadlivingston.com. Instagram is livingston3636. And I think that's my Twitter and all that kind of good stuff. Keep listening, keep listening, interact with me. Uh, This has been just a journey and a ride and I'm having a blast. And all the comments and stars that you guys are giving it make me know that I'm in the right lane and I should stay here. So I appreciate you listening and I will see you guys next week in the huddle. Peace.